0: She sent it over to me, said, I know it's ugly. And I said, girl, ugly ain't the half. Look at you. Well, you got blue teeth and I will say that I ate a more appropriate teeth, lunch today. Like Hello, everybody. My name is Justin Robert Young. This is the Justin Robert Young Podcast. What's going on? Oh, my God. You guys have no idea how excited I am. I'm so excited this weekend. Here's what I'm doing this week. I'm going to lay on my whole schedule. Jack shit. Boom, no convention, no airport, no traveling, no hotels, no rental cars, no hotel keys, nothing. That's it. Fanato. I'm not doing jack. It's over. I'm going to sleep. Swear to God, man, I'm going to come at anybody. They try to wake me up too. a wife. Oh, you know, you've been sleeping for 48 hours. I'll I'll throw up throw a bone at her, like like a physical bone, like a hibernating bear. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll I'll get on my haunches and just start yelling and slobbering. I'll roll over on my back as a show of force and agility, athleticism. That's what I'm going to do. Man, it's going to be great. I like traveling. It's a fun time. I like going to these cons. I like meeting people. I really do enjoy it. I even really like, you know, when we were selling at the DEF CON booth. I really enjoy it. But, man, do I remember why I decided to stop traveling for a living? Oh, God. You know, I think the biggest thing about traveling is that you're constantly resetting. And, like, I've never been somebody that's necessarily had a lot of uh, set patterns and schedules. I'm not like one of these people that have woken up at the same time since high school or have uh, uh, real ordered rules to their lives. In fact, this has kind of been like the exact opposite for me. I've, I've, I've always tried to stay open to new ways of doing things, new experiences, new careers. Just kind of listen to what the world is offering. And traveling is certainly that. You get a lot of cool things with traveling. You get to visit friends you wouldn't otherwise see. You get to see places that you wouldn't otherwise experience. You get to be in planes, you get to be at hotel airport or hotel bars, you get to be at airport bars, you get to be at random bars. And at conventions, you know, look, you get a little bit of everything. But boy, maybe I, I just get older and, and now I'm, I'm, I'm a little stuck in my ways. I am. I like to get up at the same time. I like to eat the same stuff. And I don't know whether or not I'm happy or sad about that. Like I don't know whether or not I'm Is this the sarcophagus I die in? Or is this like, oh, I'm just maximizing my life. I'm not constantly reordering everything from scratch. Now I can think about other things, I can start other projects, I can progress and refine my skill set. Or I could just travel. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me just go ahead and look up on United, see what the cheap flights are this week. News. Amazon almost caused a riot. Uh, this is from Santa Monica. We read now from a Verge article. Amazon is selling gas for $0.30 to promote Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and the police had to intervene. We read now from the article written by Kame Gartenberg. Amazon's latest marketing campaign for the Prime video series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel... Did not go as planned with the Santa Monica police briefly shutting down a 30 cents per gallon promotion for gas due to traffic delays caused by eager customers, according to ABC seven reporter John Gregory. The promotion has since resumed with Amazon now working with the city to limit the number of cars in line to keep traffic running the absurdly cheap gas. And they have a picture here. Uh, that was knocked down from $3.74 at the regular price per gallon. Now only 30 to celebrate what the prices were in 1959. It was part of a marketing campaign from Amazon as part of its attempt to highlight the show and its 20 Emmy nominations ahead of the award ceremony next month. So wait, is this because normally the way, the reason why people do stuff like this is because today's the day the votes were in. The votes are, are about to go in. So if you haven't sent in your ballot and let's be real, it's L.A. Nobody sent their ballot in yet. This is the time to remind everybody, hey, didn't you like that second season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? And I got to say, I did actually enjoy the second season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I mean, it's I don't know. I still have the same problems with the show. I mean, because I don't know. I, I I got this problem, right? All right, let's just talk about TV real quick. I got this problem with TV where sometimes, like, I just really want a show to be a certain thing, and I get frustrated when it's not the thing I want it to be. And I know it's unfair to the show, and I know it's not a universal thing, but I just get this idea in my head, and I'm like, oh, cool. I really like this. I wish it were more like this. So in the case of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, what I really want Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to be is a awesome period uh, a series that talks about comedy in the 50s, a woman breaking into that scene, and let's model it as much as we can around Joan Rivers, right? Because that's obviously kind of where the inspiration of this character came from, was, was the beginning of Joan Rivers's comedy career. And... It is that I like the comedy element of it. I like the show busy element of it. I like the New York comedy scene element of it. But then there's the. The Paladinos of it all, you know, if you've seen Gilmore Girls, then, you know, like, all right, there's a core of the show you really like. But boy, do they love stapling on wacky characters. Oh, let's just staple on a few more wacky characters. And, And the characters make these decisions specifically when it comes to romantic entanglements that are just baffling. And considering that it's a husband and wife team that writes it. Oh, my God. I have no idea what goes on between the two of them. I ran into this again last night with Handmaid's Tale finished the third season of Handmaid's Tale. I'm very frustrated by Handmaid's Tale very often, but there were many times during this season that I liked. I thought it kind of got closer to the show that I really wanted it to be, which is basically a dystopic Game of Thrones. Where, you know, I I, I like the idea of like what happens if America became Christian Saudi Arabia. Like, like that's, that's an an interesting concept, but the show doesn't want to be that the show wants to be a fairly modern political allegory. And, and also when the world that they have created is obviously reviled because it's an evil, brutal world, it's hard to create characters where you have any degree of sympathy that are, like, a part of the organization and running of the world. Like, that, that's a, that's a hard thing for that show to do. And that's necessary if you want to make a Game of Thrones. Like, Game of Thrones was great because no matter how evil Cersei is, you do understand her humanity. She's evil. She's awful. She'll always make the decision that an evil villain character would... But you can understand her motivation. You can place her amongst your friends or cartoonish outsized versions of your friends or your family or somebody in your life. You're like, oh, she's kind of like blank. This is what made Thanos so good in Infinity War and Endgame. Is that you got him. He was the villain. He's a bad guy. He's explaining why genocide's the option. But like, that's a, a thing that you can understand. He's, because a lot of times people think about villains that like, oh, like a villain has to be charismatic or you have to kind of like them. No, not really. The best villains, you, you, sometimes you want to spend time with them, but oftentimes it's just like, oh, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. And so like Handmaid's Tale... The they've got this really interesting to stupid premise, but I don't really know how Gilead is run. And I don't think that the show really cares about telling me. I think they just kind of want to look pretty and make, you know, uh, oft times vague to specific Metaphors and allegories for our modern political reality. However ill-fitting. Back to Mrs. Maisel. Uh, This was not the first big stunt that they've pulled. Uh, Indeed, they sold 30-cent hot dogs at the iconic Hollywood stand, Pink's, and 51-cent movie tickets at the Bay Theater. They also uh, did... 1950s-era pricing at the Carnegie Deli in New York in uh, promotion for the season two premiere. Of course, none of those did the cops get to get called because, you know, they weren't blocking traffic. All right, let's get to email. <laughs> You can always email the show, jurydaily at gmail.com Frozen Summers writes, Hey, Justin, this is my usual lunch. I find it perfect. One carrot cut into sticks, some rice crackers or chips, all dipped into hummus. As for the other thing, well, most people have said, whoa, like Neo and the Matrix upon their introduction to it. So, yeah. I mean... Oh, I think he's talking about his penis. Because I said on yesterday's show that I would be as equally impressed, if not more impressed, with somebody's light lunch as I would be if they told me they had a big penis, big, big old penis. So I guess he's got a big old, big old hog. This man's, this man's got a dick like those, those uh, creatures and tremors. Gonna come up out of the sand and eat Kevin Bacon. That's the kind of dick this man's working with. He's, he's he needs a federal license for it. This man's got a dick so big he can't operate it uh, under the influence of alcohol or uh, sedatives for fear of a lawsuit. His, his his dick's afraid that he's gonna he's gonna sue it <laughs> because he fucked up too heavy, moving it around too much. You know, man, this guy's crazy ass dick. It's going nuts. Anyway, nice lunch. Congrats on your big old penis. Stuart writes A few years ago, I spent four months in Chennai, India for work across Christmas, and then my employer played for my wife to come stay across Christmas and New Year's, as I had to work through it. As we had four days off across Christmas, we decided to do a quick tour of the Golden Triangle, Taj Mahal, Amber Ford, etc. Before circumstances, my wife had to book our flights uh, to and from New Delhi from Australia while I booked our pre- and post-hotel from the tour. The tour was amazing, spent way too much money, and then we arrived back to our hotel in New Delhi. We decided to check into our flight the next day back to Chennai. The I mean, problem is we couldn't find our flight booking. Turns out my wife had booked her return flight For January 30th, not December 30th. Add to this, we put our hotel security deposit on a travel credit card, which locks the deposit amount for 30 days. As we'd spent so much money on souvenirs, we found ourselves severely short of ready cash. We appealed to the hotel concierge and wound up getting a flight booked by the hotel's travel office, paying for it across four credit cards and almost the entire remains of our cash. We had enough to split a burger at TGI Fridays with my wife getting a free beer for checking in on Facebook. Not a great beer, but hey, free alcohol. Once we got back to Chennai, we were able to get a refund on our original return flight, but we had a tight few days until my next pay came in. Well, thank you, Stuart. You always make uh, make make my my flubs uh, uh, seem a little bit a uh, little bit better. Brett writes. I have two cents for today's email or looking for a new job that I'd share it uh, for you in case you want to pass it along. I was recently in this position. The last six months, I've been pretty unhappy with my current gig and I began applying elsewhere. I went through several interview processes and found what I thought were perfect jobs several times. Each time, the worst part of the process was waiting to hear their decision while I was still doing a job I didn't like. The saving grace of the whole process is that you are in a prime job-seeking position as somebody who's already employed. You're more valuable, more marketable, and your livelihood doesn't depend on the job search. That's empowering. You're in a position of power that you aren't in if you're searching for a job unemployed. There's no imminent deadline to finding the right fit, and you have the power to be selective and keep searching for the best job if one doesn't work out. I found the right fit recently, and that was after several interview processes that either didn't work or didn't meet my needs. So don't worry. Something better always comes along if this doesn't work out. See, I think that's, that's good. I like that. But of course, even if you don't get the job, there is one way to calm your nerves. These are high. Thoughts? This is what normal feels like. To Snoop Doggy Dog. dog. dog, 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 dog. Do you think that we, as in people, are in denial Denial. denial. about how bad climate change is? Big Comfortable comfortable chairs are the best. Either there are no humans in the stars or we We are are aliens. aliens. Why are my socks wet? I wonder if Dan Dan. is always high, and that's why he's as chill Chill. as he is. Would carpal tunnel make a good? porn star name? name, 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 name. Would a boxcar of thought Thought, 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 thought. be better than a train of thought? Thought, 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 Are Pop-Tarts More closely related To sandwiches Or ravioli Those Were high I would like to thank everybody that makes this show possible. Bill, Dustin, Robert, H. Brian, C. M. Trey, the Melodicum, Man, Adam, and middle aged Mike, joined by Harry Lee Smith. You can become a producer at payjurydaily.com, like my little nephew said. You can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, any old time of the day. You can hit me up on the social media platforms Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Justin R. Young. And, of course, you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash jurydiscord, That about wraps it up for our show today. Until we rejoin on Monday, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. But more importantly, please, do no. you have enjoyed this broadcast.